Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello, welcome my friends. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for joining us, whether you are listening to the show live archived, or if you have downloaded the show on iTunes or from the Stitcher app. Thank you all. Much love to you. Just a quick reminder, I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching and training company. On the show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on a personal as well as a professional level. We have great guests that come in on the show and share a lot of great tips and information with you. So this show is intended to be thought-provoking and for information purpose. All the guests that come on the show are professional in their field and you are welcome to contact them directly from the information I provide on the show page. And you can also contact me directly if you like by visiting my website at www.coachingbyria.com and I can provide you with all the information you need. But just quickly, before we get the guest on the, on the air, I like to set my intention, as always. My intention of hosting this show is to inspire you. I like to inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you desire. It's really up to you. So all I ask of you on the show is to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you and question everything. It's your life, so why don't you live it your way? And remember, you know, every day is a new day. Every moment is a gift. Every moment is a new moment. So make the best of every moment. Make the best of every day and celebrate it as a brand new day. So let's make it fabulous one. And we're going to take a short break and we'll bring on our guest for today. So please stay tuned. Thank you. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thanks again for joining us. Whether you are listening to the show live or archive, I do appreciate each one of you. So just a quick reminder, the show will be archived the minute we go off the air. So it's available for you to download, to listen to it again right here on this link. Or you can also go to iTunes in the podcast section and also listen there or download it as well as the Stitcher app. So if you have the Stitcher app for your smartphone, you can listen to the show, all the episodes available right there on the Stitcher app. 
So today, we are talking about the law of attraction again, but we're talking about it from a different point of view with my guest, Beverly Feld-Jones. It's my pleasure to introduce her to you guys, and she is living a blessed life as a life coach, trainer, presenter, and author of two successful books. Beverly helps others to learn and apply an active meditation technique to their life desire enable them to realize real change mentally and physically. She uses a proven process that taps into the alpha and the theta brain wave state of mind. You will learn how to become master of your own destiny. Beverly helps to empower you to change your negative mental programming and replacing it with neutral voice thus programming your mind to success and opening your potential to create a new reality for yourself. Ms. Jones is the author of Christianity, the Law of Attraction, and the One Command. She is certified hypnotist, certified One Command practitioner and instructor, and certified Selva Ultramind ESP instructor. We'll have her explain to us a little bit more about that, so please help me welcome our guest, Beverly Fells-Jones. Welcome, Beverly. Thank you so much for joining us, my friend. Well, thank you for having me, Raya. This is indeed a pleasure. Oh, the pleasure is mine, and I just wanted to tell our listener, um, Beverly is on the road, and she pulled over to do this show, so I appreciate you joining us. So hopefully we'll have a smooth show, no interruption, but uh, you on your journey for um, a few days, uh, retreat too and, and learn a lot of great stuff. So thank you for making the time to be here. Thank you. Yes. It, it, it's always my pleasure to have the opportunity to talk to great hosts like yourself and, and your audience because, you know, I really like getting the word out that the law of attraction really does exist. Well, you know, let's start out. Yes, so true. True to that, and I'm into that. Let's start on that note. I was going to, you know, tell you if there's anything else you'd like our listeners to know about you that I did not mention, Bubbly, first? Well, not really, other than the fact okay. that, yes, this is a campus. <laughs> well, they'll get to know more about you. Yeah, they'll get to know more about you as we speak then. Uh, well, you know, yes. the law of attraction. I mean, you know, the buzz of the secret, the movie, the book, and all the stuff, and people start most people start to get a little grasp of um, the concept of the law of attraction. But you and I, we know there's other laws out there that they also command our life, and uh, unless we are aware of them, they basically, they're in charge, so is the law of attraction. On this show, I just wanted to let you know, Beverly, we had spoken about this topic many times. We had experts like Michael Luzier, who, who his book, The Law of Attraction, basically, that's the name of the book, who got him to be Canadian author, um, who, you know, um, talked very intensively about the law of attraction from one point of view. We also had, I'm trying to remember how many guests that we had on the show that had mentioned also the topic of the law of attraction. So we know it exists. We know it's there. But some people have said it does not work. Some people don't believe in it. Some people deny the fact that, that we are living under certain laws of the universe. Whether, you know, you are Christian or you are a spiritual person or whatever 
religion you follow and and the show is not about religion so we want to make sure you know even the book it is about you know it it says the title christianity the law of attraction the one command i wanted to make sure you know that our listeners understand we are not talking religion here right beverly first right Right, okay. we are not talking religion because <laughs> okay, there's two topics I would discuss on this show: politics and religion. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. we all have a different opinion, and it's just an opinion, so I will just leave it to that. But we're here to provide some information and broad people's mind. Like I, you heard me from the introduction, you know, just to have an open mind and open heart. If something already exists, what is it? What is the law of attraction from your point of view and from your knowledge and expertise? Well, from my point of view, basically, it is whatever you give out, you're going to re- it's going to come back to you. It's how you think, so your mindset, how, the way you think, the things that you think about most about in your life is going to be reflected in your life. So if you think everybody is bad, if you think that people are out to get you, you will find a whole bunch of folks out to get you. If you think that you're poor and it's hard to make money, that's the way things are going to be. But if you start thinking in a in a way of saying, you know, money flows to me easily and effortlessly, then things will happen. You will find ways where money will start flowing to you easily and effortlessly, whether you find a better job, you know, you you hit the lottery, whatever it may be, we never know where it's going to come from. We never know how it's going to show up. But the idea is you think about it and you think about it long enough and often enough, it's going to show up in your life. Well, that is absolutely true, but I come from a school of also, you know, backing up with action and really tune into the, you know, I mean, as a coach and, you know, yourself too, um, you know, if if an idea will remain an idea, a dream will remain a dream until it's followed up. So like Napoleon Hill, we know like in history, right, all these like big guys who really understood the concept, right? And we hear it mm-hmm. all the time. We hear the word, what goes around comes around, like you mentioned in your book. Mm-hmm. But, you know, all these things have a truth to them. But we really don't think about it. And I just want to emphasize, and I've said it on this show before with other guests, you cannot just sit around wishy-washing and expecting things to happen and land in your life, in your lap. Because that's oh, no. why most people say it doesn't work, right? Because right. they don't but understand I, I also, the concept. So please elaborate on that. Okay, well, that, that's true. And that's what I said. People and things or ways will show up in your life. Ideas will show up in your life. But you do have to act on them. That's what I refer to as inspired action. There are times when we go through a process where we've got to figure it out all on our own. But when we're looking and making use of the law of attraction or we're making use of the laws of the universe, they and, – and it's very hard sometimes for me to, to explain how it happens, but I've had it happen to me in such ways that I can hear this voice say, go do this, go mm-hmm. do that, and sometimes mm-hmm. I don't do it. And what happens is something negative will happen. Or if I do do it, it's like, oh, it took me right where I needed to go. I found that book I was looking for. I was, you know, I was wanting to do this. And it, it, sometimes I talk about it as being I have a private secretary that goes out and looks for what I need and then leads me to the place I need to go to pick it up. But I still have to go do it. Right. Exactly. So that's the inspired action, understanding and knowing what the voice is 
that says, go do this. You know? And so a lot of times I'll ask myself, is that me or is that the voice? And by my studying and, and helping others study, people start learning what the voice is. For me, it's like thinking, and I think on the right side of my head, and that's the voice. But if I hear it or feel it on my left side of my head, that's me. And, you know what? And, you, you what? I mean, yeah, that's so true because I'm I'm thinking about what you just said because I mean I can I can call several several things that had happened in my life that law attraction really you know was I was witnessing all the stuff right I mean same thing mm-hmm. where an opportunity showed up but unless you're really present unless you are aware of what's going on those things they come and fly by you they like they you wouldn't even notice them. And I call them, you know, your gut feeling, your intuition, your solar plexus, uh-huh. your, you know, these are coming from the inside, that voice within. you got to listen to it. And then ask the question, like you said, you know, is this to, for my highest good? Am I supposed to take action? Am I supposed to do yeah. something with it? But never ask about the how, because the how is what gets us stuck. Right. The idea, though, is, is, is I, I, give, I have an example, which I still have to write about, is that you, it also works when you, pay, you don't pay attention to it. It was, I was working on uh, my kitchen, and I had my daughter go out and get something out of, the, out of the back of the truck. And I kept hearing, go check the truck. I think she left it open, and I'm going, no, she didn't. You know, and I and it, it came again. I said, Naima, did you leave? The, did you close the back of the truck up? Yes, I did. And then it again, it came to me and says, Go check your truck. And I didn't. Well, the next morning I came out and um, it had been broken into, and it had broken into because the truck was unlocked. <laughs> so I was being warned to go out and lock my truck, mm-hmm. and I and I ignored it. So that's an example of, you know, I know for me it's like mm. three times. I'll hear it three times, and then if I don't act on it, then that's on me, right? Right, but exactly. But I've been told three times how to, do, you know, something, you need, to, you need to do something here. You need to act on it. Well, you know, it comes with practice, and I have to tell you, I've been practicing this for many, many years, right? And I was never good at it. Because I was one of those people who really, I was in, in, a, in a, what do they call tunnel vision, you know, like where I walk through, you know, next to somebody and I would not see you. Right? Like, I know what you look like. I know who you are. I'm just like, and most people really operate on that concept of like a self-hypnosis, like constantly, mm-hmm. like from the minute they wake up to the minute they go to sleep. They're not conscious of what's going on. They don't notice. Right. I mean, like now I look outside and I see how green things are. I notice things that I've never noticed before. And these things are really, there is tons of messages around us. That's what the beauty about law of attraction. And, and you've got to be, be conscious of what you're putting out. Really, you've got to be conscious. I don't think things happen instantly like Miss Brian, is it, with the lady from A Secret? I mean, we don't have to be really scared or Michael Beckwith, Reverend Michael Beckwith. He talked about this. Right. It's not about us, like, getting so scared about our thoughts, right? But when we witness our thoughts. That's, that's the difference. You witness your thought, you right. discard what's not working, just say, oh, cancel it out, right? And then say, what else can I bring in here that is really meeting what I want instead of focusing? Because Michael Lozier focused on change your, you know, uh, your, what you say about like versus I do versus I don't want to, I want, I don't want, you know, mm-hmm. like we constantly mm-hmm. focusing on what we don't want. 
And that's yeah. what the universe is giving us what we don't want. If we start focusing more about, you know, on what we want, and that's what I love about your book, you really kind of, you know, simplify, you know, what other teachers had talked about before in the past, you know, about the law of attraction and all the universal law, and then putting it in a simple way. Um, so I really do appreciate, you know, you sharing your um, your book with us, and I highly recommend that people check it out. And uh, But it, it's it's amazing, right? I mean, it's like it would be like facing us right there. It hits you right in the face, and then, like, you totally it's, ignore it. I'm like, seriously? Why do we do that? Are we, like, self-sabotage you, you know, like, I don't know. What is it that about well, humans that... Yeah, we've been taught so long to just look forward yeah. and expect, accept things as they are. But one of the right. things I teach my clients, and I have them have a journal, and you yeah, journal that, what I, happens yeah. During, yeah. during your day. But then right. I have them take one additional step. Okay, this happened during your day. When was the first time you thought about it? I mean, even in passing, even if it was the, you wanted something special to eat, what, when did you think about it in passing? And, and I'll talk about people who have issues with, with weight control, right? And they wonder why they're hungry or why did they have this desire for this one thing. And so I'll give the example of one day I was out and I said, I wanted French fries. And I went, nope, I don't want any French fries. Don't need any French fries. And then a little later I was thinking, passing by one of those fast food places, and I just kept thinking about French fries most of the day. And then one evening, that evening I was up late, and I had the strongest desire for French fries, and I made them. And as I was sitting there eating them, and I remembered, I said, you concentrated on French fries during this day. And therefore, your subconscious said, you want french fries. I'm going to give you the desire so much that you want it. Exactly. And You're going to run by I every know that, single, you know, place. Yeah, and that may sound like a very simple thing, <laughs> or, or something that people wouldn't even associate the thinking about the french fries earlier in the day. But, see, I've become so cognizant of what words come out of my mouth and when and 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 then what shows up later, and so right. that's such a small thing in people's lives. Right. But when people say, "Well, I can't get the car, I can't get the job," I said, "You need to. We need to start looking at the little stuff, and let's right. work on the little changing those and having your mind concentrate on those. And as you get that under control, then we can start looking at something a little bigger and a little bigger. But you have to build your faith, your belief exactly. level." Because right. you've got to believe that you're going to receive it before it shows up. And, but until you are able to have a belief level that's strong, then, yes, there's going to be some difficulty and some doubt will creep in. And so now you've got to suppress the doubt and make that change. Yeah, that's so true. You know, it's it's I actually, you know, um it, I mean, we come from the same, you know, um school of thoughts and training that we do with our clients. But you know, the cause and effect are so important. And then we fought, we focus so much on the effect that we're never going to solve anything, right? Because I mean, it's not about, you know, drama. I mean, I, I always look at, you know, life, and I mean, I learn something new every single day. You're teaching me something new right now, and I constantly learn, and life is always teaching you something. But you've got to be oh, able yeah. to process what you learn, right? But then when I think yeah. about it, I, said, I look around, and I see how people, I'm not here judging people, because you know what? 
I mean, I'm not perfect. I'm far from being perfect. I've been in that place, but I'm a little bit more awake. I'm more conscious. I'm more deliberate. And I've done my training. I continue to do my training in my mind to think differently, not to accept things just because someone said it is or something it is, you know, because most of the time, a lot of these things that happens in our life, if it's not all of it, it's our own doing. We've done it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then we, we, when we focus on the drama, we create more drama. And we will focus on all the negativity in our life. You know, like I, I've worked with clients, like, you know, for instance, when they talk about, oh, how bad the economy is. I swear to God. You know, it's like it was just <laughs> not one person, multiple person, why they can't find a job. I said, you know mm-hmm. what? You are, you, you are completely falling into the statistic and the, 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 the mentality of what everybody else thinks. You cannot be like everybody else. You've got to stand out and just say, you know what? But what I do has a plenty to offer, right? So look into that. But, but we, because, again, like you said, the programming, our mental mind, and how we think, it really drives our action, and then, therefore, it drives the life that we live. And I, I think the training, you know, and, and when you bring it up in, the, in, the, um, in your book. So let's, let's talk a little bit more about your book here. Christianity, the law of attraction, and the one command. What inspired you to want to write about that? I mean, I know you had a book before that. It was the law of attraction or the one command. What was the your other book? The other book? Oh, it was it was totally different genre. It was more of a relationship. Okay. So let's talk about All this right. one because that's what we yeah. What inspired you right. to write this book? Well, the I found the book The One Command and I started studying with that. But before that, yes, I read The Secret. And then from The Secret, I went to um, Esther and Jerry Hicks and (laughs) and the Abraham series. And as I was reading that, I kept saying, because Esther channeled Abraham, I just kept feeling I couldn't listen to it. I couldn't do that. My Christian upbringing said, no, you can't do that. But I kept hearing, listen to the message, not the messenger, because Mm -hmm. the message was what was important, not how it was being given to me. Then I found the one command and and really fell in love with that, and we'll talk about what that is in a bit. But one of the things, and when I talk to other people or I meet people, if they were of the Christian faith, they couldn't feel that they could actively talk about doing the law of attraction or anything that was remotely related to metaphysics. And so what happened was I started looking at scriptures and, and researching scriptures. And as I researched, even more showed up where a minister would show up and give me more scriptures on, on actually what is being said in the metaphysical world is actually all in the scriptures, been there forever. People just didn't recognize that it was there. And that's because of terminology. So that's what inspired me to write the book. It said, look, you hear about this law of attraction, you think you can't do it because you think it's metaphysical, but here are all the scriptures throughout this, the, you know, the Bible that are saying the exact same thing, but in a different way. But in way. a different way, right? Mm-hmm. You know, let me share something with you that I've never shared on this, but it seems like appropriate to share right now. You know, I, I, I went through the same, you know, like that's why I was laughing because I felt like you and I were like went through the same process, right? So I got introduced to the secrets and then I got introduced to all the stuff that there was like, you know, um, um, Esther and, and, and Jerry. 
and uh, um, Charles Howell and, and, and Robert, you know. So it was like all these people that they mentioned in the, in, 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 uh, in the movie, The Secret. I went out and I mm-hmm. researched every book, right? So I went through this process. But I have to tell you something that you mentioned that kind of like, you know, wanted me to share that. I bought the audio book of uh, um, one of Esther and Jerry's, um, uh, I think, Ask Anisha. I can't remember which one. Asking is given. Asking is given, right. And I have to tell you, and that was years ago, and then I, I listened to it, and it's the same thing. It did not match, like, you know, what I was brought up and, you know, whatever. And it gave me weird feelings, like, oh, channeling through, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, and, and all this stuff is like, well, it was too creepy for me. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And so you know what I did? I listened to it, but it didn't get it. I didn't get it. And, like, the same thing. Like, there's a message, right? There was a lot of messages. Right. And so right. I took that audiobook back to Barnes and Noble. I did not return it. You know what I did? I went to their, you know, they oh. have Starbucks and most Barnes and Nobles and stuff like that. I left it on one right. of the tables. I said, hopefully somebody will pick it up as a gift from me. I spent $40 uh-huh. something on that audiobook and left it because I couldn't keep it. I wasn't yeah. ready. Okay. You know what they say? Yeah. The student appear when the te- I mean, the teacher appear the teacher. when the student is ready. I wasn't yes. ready. It was weird. It was really strange. But I, I really had to share that because I felt like, you know, because it was like yeah. I, I, I didn't get it. And then I was like, I kept doing and reading and all stuff. Now I have all their books, and it's all right. on audio Well, books. it's like, yeah, well, it's like I read um, uh, Think and Grow Rich back in the 70s, right? Oh, Napoleon Hill, and yeah. It meant, and it meant nothing to me, nothing. And there was a couple others, The Science of Getting Rich. I read it that in the 90s. meant nothing to me. And it wasn't until the 2000s that it started resonating and, and having a real effect on me. And it's like, I don't remember reading that. That was in there. <laughs> so it's like you, you have a whole new perspective when you so go true. back and read things again. Yes. So true. I mean, it's 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 so strange. But that's again, you know, we 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 the reason we bring in all the stuff and you're talking about this, I'm sure. And correct me if I'm wrong. It's for you to realize the power of your mind, the power that you you know that you contain within you. I mean, it's it's crazy how much we can when we open ourselves up. How much we can like oh, yeah. you know receive? Is it it's, isn't it wild? I mean, it's just like how how much is available? I mean, things just happen. People show up. I mean, I have to. Tell, I don't want to talk about all this right now because I got tons <laughs> of stories that I can share with you. I'm sure you do too of things that well, happen that's things, lining up because I put it out yes. there. Yes. Well, one of the things that I also do, and and and. Here's one of the things they don't know about me is that I'm a computer person, and I was a debugger. I debugged uh, mainframe programs for two major companies, right? And so the idea was I'm a researcher, and I dig. And so I wanted to know, well, why does this work? And that's when I started looking at uh, quantum physics and Mm -hmm. looking at what the scientific world has done and the idea that, we are all energy, which I know most of your audience has already heard, is the fact that mm-hmm. we are made up of energy and that our thoughts are energy. But just think of your thoughts as being radio waves. So mm-hmm. even though you're thinking about them, they don't stay within you. They are being broadcast out as a radio wave. 
Now think of the air around us as a sea. And so that radio wave is going into the air, and now it is going out, and everybody else gets that radio wave. I, and it's like when people say, well, I was just thinking about you, and you picked up the phone and called me. And I go, oh, you sent out, so you sent out the radio wave, because I think of that as we're able to access somebody's direct number, like they have a cell phone number, but it's a mental number, mm-hmm. you know, that you dial when you're thinking about them. So just think of the, the mental thoughts as waves or broadcast. And when you're thinking about something, you're broadcasting it out to the entire world, all three billion or how many million, billions of people at a subconscious level, and I know this is, is can be really wild, but everybody gets it. So mm-hmm. when you're quest mentally, it's like, oh, oh, Beth needs that. Well, is there something I can do? Well, I need to roll the ball down the street so it pumps into this, which, you know, it's like setting up the dominoes. Mm-hmm. And these things happen, and all of a sudden that person shows up that you need. Uh, I just yeah. did a post on my blog about a computer chip that I needed. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it and I said, I forgot to ask the guy where it was. And one week later, I was in a laundromat doing some laundry, and a guy walks in, and we started a conversation, and I noticed he had a truck, and I was talking about his truck, and he, all of a sudden he says, a friend of mine just had a performance chip put in his truck. And it was like <laughs> all I said to myself was, thank you. I was brought to that particular, because I'd never been to that laundromat before. I was out camping again, and I needed to do some laundry. So it was a place that I would never be before. And this person came in at the right time to tell me what I needed to go research this chip. Because you dialed in to the right channel. Because you write yeah. your 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 radio was set to the right channel. I mean, it's it's so right. crazy. I mean, if you think about it, but simplify it, right? I'm right. all about simplifying yeah. things, not amplifying it. If you think about right. your preference when you're listening to radio, right? If a if a channel yeah. annoys you, do you keep it on? Yeah. No, you don't. You no, change the channel. So why don't mm-hmm. we change how we think? Because it is it is again. The people around us, the way the people exactly. around us think, it's the right. way we were raised. Our, right. We 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 play the program of what our parents said to us. We play the program of what our teachers taught us. We play the program of all the friends around us, and and we stay there. And we have to say it's time to turn these programs off. The issue is. A lot of times we don't know how to turn them off, and so that's why they need to talk to people like you and me. I know, I know. Go through the process of identifying what those programs are, and then we look at them and say, okay, what do you want instead? So money doesn't grow on trees. Well, that's true because physically they don't, but – or it's, you know, actually they do. Rich, you're There's bad. Money made out of paper. <laughs> there is a money tree, yeah. <laughs> but the idea being is even that that little piece, what you need to do, or how you go about living your life to earn a living, or to, you know, you can't get that better job. It'll affect how you think about in all of those areas. So we have to go and dig deep. I tell, I, you know, I, I warn people. I said, look. My job is to make you cry. And they go, what? 
I said, my job is to make you cry. And they said, well, what do you mean? I said, because you will dig so deep that you'll get to a point where you'll realize what you really need and what you really want, and you'll be so happy you'll start to cry. Or you'll get to the point where you realize what it was that was sticking you, stopping you from moving forward, and, and it'll make a change. I had one client who she was having issues, with her family and her husband, and we just started digging. And I said, and and she exhibited a pattern as she was talking. And I said, well, when's the first time you felt like that? And she went back, and she was a teenager, and she was telling me some stuff. And I said, no, when was the first time you felt like that? And she went all the way back to she was like eight years old. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's when that belief was formed. So we worked yeah. to clear that belief from her. And then from that point on, she started making changes. That's so true. But you've got to get those those deep seated re- beliefs cleared those out. Those cause or, of your yeah, well, the belief system. Right. I mean, you know, that's what something you know I we, I bring up here all the time. I've done the show by myself talking about that. We had guests that talk about that. It's it's so powerful. But unless we mm-hmm. grasp the concept of our own beliefs and how they dictate how we live. You know, it's going to be hard for us. It's, it's going to take practice. It's not impossible. Everything we practice right. will work. But we're going to take a short break. We're going to feature your, um, your book ad. And uh, we will continue talking about all this wonderful uh, stuff with uh, my guest, Beverly Phelps-Jones. So stay tuned, please. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. thinking and speaking about what you don't have or don't want and have it continually show up in your life? Every person holds in their mind the power to shape the events of their life. Using my book, Christianity, The Law of Attraction and the One Command, you will learn how to change your thoughts and actions to begin living a better life now. For more information about Ms. Jones and her book, Christianity and the Law of Attraction and the One Command, visit www.commandingyourlife.com. Again, that's www.commandingyourlife.com. Okay, welcome back, my friends. You're listening to Your Life Now Radio Show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a great guest with us here, Ms. Jones. I love saying Ms. Jones. I'm thinking like, a, isn't it like a song? Is it the, the um, oh, temptation? Yeah. Who said that? Ms. Jones. Jones. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said it's called Me and Mrs. Jones. Me and Mrs. Jones. I, saw, yes. I couldn't help. Because when I saw it, like, I got to call him Mrs. Jones. Yes, welcome, and thank you for joining us. And I know you're on the road. You're going to go camping, doing some wonderful stuff, and enjoying, you know, um, a beautiful trip. So we talked about the law of attraction before the break. We talked about our belief system. We talked about, you know, how we really can, you know, if we go deep enough, we can figure out what, what really holding us back. So hopefully by changing our um our dialogue you know where we want to you know what we want to receive and what we want can hopefully come to us 
and and it's not about wishy-washy here. It's not about, you know, this is real. It is happening. Whether you believe it or not, it's happening to you, around you, everywhere. The law of attraction exists. So get in touch with it. It's not about you sitting around doing nothing and wishing for things to happen. It doesn't work. People went broke. And people when, you know, thinking like after the movie, The Secret, that they can actually manifest things out of nowhere. It doesn't work like that. You've got to have a seed. You've got to nourish that seed. You've got to nourish that plant. And you got to nurse it all the way to come to the flourish to the way that you want it to be. So there's steps need to be taken. And Ms. Jones here, or, you know, Beverly, thank you again for being here with her book, Command Your Life. Um, I'm sorry, Christianity, the law of attraction, and the one command, you know, it, it, she, t- she explains to you really in a, in a simple way, you know, what is the law of attraction? And then now we really want to talk about the one command. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, the one command. It, like I said, when uh, as I was researching books and, and, and was reading the Abraham, and then the one command showed up. Right, and I started reading it, and I immediately started putting its process into place. What little bit I knew from the book, and then I found a class in Waco, and I went there for a day class, and then a, uh, there was a three-day class in Houston. I went to that, and I met Asara Lovejoy, who is the writer of the the book, and then from there I became uh, went for two weeks and trained under her and um, became a leader, which could teach all the classes as well as be a practitioner. And so the one command really is a six-step process. One of the things that we've realized um, as, and as you talk to different people and people give you different techniques, one of them is that you need to quiet your mind and relax yourself. So go into a meditative state. So that's really the first part of it. You, you, you ground yourself and get relaxed and you align yourself um, to the universe and, and to, you know, really understanding you know, where you are and and being present. So first step is ground, align. The third step is really you talked about going to theta, and that is we lower our, our, relax ourselves, and we roll our eyes up as though looking out of the top of your head. Now people say, well, why would I roll my eyes up and your eyes are closed? Well, what Mm -hmm. has been found scientifically is that when we are sleeping and we go into REM sleep, One of the things we do is our eyes roll up as though going out at the top of our head. So when you do that consciously while in a relaxed state, it actually has your brain slow down and relax, and that's called a theta state. So beta is where you and I are talking right now. It's the everyday state where there's right and wrong, good and bad, black or white, um, decisions are very difficult to make. And then there's alpha, which is you drive from one spot to another, and you go, how did I get here? And many people have experienced that when they were driving. It's like, I didn't mean to go home. I was going to the store, but it was mm-hmm. you're on automatic. And it's the same thing that advertisers use. They law you into the alpha state so they can be, that's where your susceptibility, your suggestibility, buy my product, buy my product. They want mm-hmm. you in that alpha state. And then theta is when we are usually in REM sleep and dreaming, but 
alpha and theta are the states where we talk to our subconscious mind. We actually can get there. So with this, we get ourselves into the theta state, and then the, the next step is to say a command. So what will you do is decide what is it that you really want. Well, most mm-hmm. of the time, we can't fathom what we want. It's like you've got $100 in the bank and you need 10000 okay? So how can you say, I have $10,000 in the bank? So you got an affirmation, I have $10,000 in the bank. I got $10,000 in the bank. It doesn't work because your body says, uh-huh, yeah, really. So the idea with the command is, I don't know how I have $10,000 in the bank. All right? So automatically it takes it off of you. The thought process is, yeah, I don't know how. So I don't know how I have $10,000 in the bank. I only know I do now. Because when you are doing the law of attraction, you have to believe that you've already received it. So I have it now. There is no past. There's no future. There is only now. So I don't know how I have $10,000 in the bank. I only know I do now, and I am grateful and fulfilled. And that's the way I do it. The original is just fulfilled, but I always add gratitude, so grateful and fulfilled. And that's the command itself. And then the next beauty of it is that you visualize having that $10,000 in the bank, whether that is visualizing a bank statement that has $10,000 as, as the, as the uh, amount, however you feel that you would recognize you had $10,000 in the bank, and then you visualize it, and then you just say, thank you, thank you, thank you. It is done. It is so, and basically, and then you come out of the state. So it's six steps. But it's every step that everybody writes about. It's those steps that Abraham, mm-hmm. um, you know, Esther and Jerry Hicks tell you. It's Michael Beckwith. It's everybody I've, I've read, you know, Neville Goddard, um, um, gentleman by the name of Williams, can't remember his first name right now. But they all tell you to go into that relaxed state, go into a state similar to sleep and ask for what you want. When I teach Jose Silva, it is we're lowering yourself and we're, and basically we get to alpha and theta and we are also asking and resolving problems there. But it's but the beauty of the one command is that I've done it at a, at a red light. Now, oh, you I can do it anywhere. Say, <laughs> right. Oh, you can yeah, do it anywhere. And that's, that's what I always right. like to bring up. Because I think the the state of meditation, it does not have to be where you sit in a yoga position and meditating yeah. to get to that state of meditation. You can do it anyway. Actually, I, I like I said, you and I would have so much in common. Um, but the the you have one step ahead of me. You became a practitioner of the uh, um, you certified Silva Ultra Mind ASP, which we're going to talk a little bit about that if you don't mind. But I've studied you know, their system. I've studied, you know, all the stuff and I, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge believer. Even uh, Laura, is it uh, Jose's daughter? Laura, Laura, talks, Laura yeah. Her, Laura, 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 yeah. She talks mm-hmm. about, you know, like all the different ways that you can actually meditate without really, you know, you can do it while you're walking. You can do it while you, oh, yeah. you know, like you said, driving at the traffic light. You can get to that state. Not necessarily, but you know, you know, you can't close your eyes. You know, like you say, roll your, you know, the back right. of your eyes or whatever. But mentally, yeah. you can't. You can't. It's well, amazing. With Silva, it teaches you how to defocus your eyes for a second. It, it's if and one of the things as I studied this, I started paying attention to that when I went into a daydream state, like 
you know, mm-hmm. driving one one point to another. When I woke up, I said, "What was I doing? What state was in? Where was?" Mm-hmm. And, it, and your eyes were focused but defocused. You still mm-hmm. saw, but you weren't. So you mm-hmm. learn how to do that. But the key for people is, don't tell me I can't do this. It's you've got to practice this every day. With with mm-hmm. the silver method, you do it in the in the beginning. You do it in the morning. You try to do a, a session at noon, and you do it before you go to sleep at night. Uh, yeah, I and love that. I like I, I still this. practice it. I actually you know adapted their methods, and I created like a sort of meditation uh, you know um, MB3 and stuff like that around it because mm-hmm. I literally do this all the time. I have been doing this, but again, it's a practice, right? So like now, I don't even it's become it's like a second process. nature. Right? In the morning, I don't get out of bed till I do my 25 to 1 or 50 to 1, but for me, it's 25 to 1. And I go into that state for like 10, 15 minutes if I can, or five minutes at least, right? Right. Lunchtime. Before I go to sleep. I love that. I love Jose Silva's method. It's it's wonderful. So let's talk a little bit more about your book. And I wanted to see, you know, there's always, um, you know me, I don't know if you know me that well. <laughs> I always like to throw something in there to see, like, you know, provoke and, you know, some thought in you. You, okay. you know, you, you, you were raised Christian, and I respect that. And I, was, I went to Catholic school myself. But, you know, but I know in your book you, you talk about, you know, because it's almost like you're trying to uh, – um, Tell, you know, the people who are, because they don't believe it, right? Most, most right. Christians, the church and everything is like, you know, the law of attraction is what? New age stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, how was that for you? I mean, I, I'm just wondering because I, when I was reading your book, I was like, it kept coming to me. It's like, you almost read it, writing it to them, but you're really not because you write it to everybody. Um, yes. So can, can you little tell us a little bit about that? Well, the, the the well, I'm gonna give you a little bit more about my background. I was raised as, as a Baptist. I mm-hmm. went to Presbyterian College um, when I first got out of high school. Um, I went to Methodist churches. I went everywhere. I was worship, you know, just kind of searching. I became a Jehovah's Witness for about eight wow. years. Okay. You know, but and within there, I learned the scriptures quite. I mean, I really learned the scriptures there. And then I came back out and didn't do much of anything, you know, because I felt that I was going to hell because I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. <laughs> right. And then my son came along and then one day he said, Mom, let's go find a church. So I wound up going, you know, going to church with him and, and that kind of stuff. But I still kept looking and, and asking, well, you know, there's got to be something more. There's got to be something that I'm not understanding. Mm-hmm. And so that that's kind of was my journey. And then one time when I learned and found the one command, I was sitting down doing one of the meditations, and all of a sudden I saw this figure in front of me, and it scared me. And I, I kind of opened my eyes, and then I closed them back. And then to me, that figure represented Christ. And it was like I realized that, the the thought and the process he was never away from me. It was right. I had gone away from it. So I I went, Okay and then it was like, Yeah, you're okay, you can do this and as I was writing the book I felt I was being driven to write the book. Every time I stopped to writing it or stopped researching, something would snatched me back so it was like I was being told no Beverly you need to write this book because there's a lot of people 
just like you, and they're not learning what they need to learn. And, and, you know, I might offend a few people, but you weren't learning what you needed to learn in church because they Mm -hmm. weren't teaching it. They weren't letting you know it was more about you're going to hell or, you you know, it was always kind of negative. And I said, there's more positive to this world. There's more. There's a lot of information that's teaching us what we need to do. It's like, what was Christ really teaching when he was teaching them? He was teaching them how to do this. He was teaching them how to use the gifts that we've been given. We've got a lot of gifts we have that we don't know how to tap into, and this was one of them being able to ask for what we want, truly believe that we were able to receive it and to know that it was going to show up. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it was a labor of love in the sense that I had to get over a certain area in order to do that. It's like people, when I tell them I'm a hypnotist and they say, how can you do that and be a Christian? I said, the two of them are not related. But yeah, doesn't influence you. I mean, I know I I have to intervene here and, and say something because, I mean, I, I love you, Beverly. You're such a wonderful person. <laughs> I I really feel the connection with you, I mean, since we talked and, and stuff. But, I mean, it, it, I have to put it in back of my mind, not just you particularly, because a lot of people who have been uh, raised, you know, um, in a certain way with the church and, you know, um, and, and, and so uh, these are also beliefs, right? So you, you, you were raised yeah. with certain beliefs about certain things in life, and that's why mm-hmm. I veer away from, you know, religion in general, because my God right. is everybody's God, and, 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 and all right. I have to do is just look in the mirror and I see God, right? Because, you yeah, know, I'm, I'm a miracle, right? We that's all right. are. Yeah. So I don't need... When like, I look at you, know, you, I see him, and vice versa, yes. Exactly. But, but, you know, again, I'm trying to, like, really be good girl and not talk about, you know, religion. But, I mean, it's got to be hard for you to kind of, like, separate the two together because of your, up, you know, um, well, upright. That, that you know, was like, the key. Yeah. That was the key is that now I, I feel liberated. I feel free oh, that's because, I'm, because now when I look at things, I look at them with new understanding. And I tell people, when I look at the scriptures, I look at them with new understanding. They're giving me information that nobody else really talks about anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I just, you know, because I, I have a blog plan to write, and it's called I Don't Do Church Speak, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I just don't do that. And if you expect me to do that, then you're, not, you're talking to the wrong person because I want to talk to everybody and you know I want to talk to because one woman won won my book at a networking event and uh, about a week later I got an email from her and she said I wasn't going to read your book I was going to give it to a friend she said because I'm Jewish and when I saw Christianity on the cover I knew it wasn't for me she said but something told me to read it she said change the title Beverly change title this is for everybody so it's like okay i need to re-release this in a different title you know with some more information as i've learned over the last couple of years so that everybody will look at it so you know on my book you know i i I have to tell you from somebody like myself i just wanted to tell our listeners because i mean i i had that you know that's why it's really important to you know uh, um learn more and find out more and i think your book is brilliant 
And that's what, you know, I was shy because I saw the word Christianity. I was like, okay, is this going to be like a religious book, you know, that, you know, I mean, I, you know, you know, we talked about that, but it's absolutely mm-hmm. not. And, and I, I, you know, in, in, in the, the fact, the information is existing around us, like we talked about it, right? It's just you opened yes. it up and presented to us in a simple way to understand it. And um, and then make the decision from that point, like, you know, you know, how you can change your life in a certain way, you know, how you can look at your beliefs and what's really stopping you in your life. And are some of those beliefs are not really serving you. I mean, that's the, that, that's the key here. I mean, I bring this every almost every single time on this show, because it is so important that to realize some beliefs that we have in our life are not serving us. Absolutely, and and we need to, but a lot of times we don't recognize them, and so that's mm-hmm. why you need it, people need to talk to someone, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's you or I or some other coach. Mm-hmm. They've got to talk to someone to help talk it out. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. the other piece is when you're looking and your life isn't the way you want. Look at your five closest friends. Mm-hmm. And look at the life of your five closest friends. If That's they your are life. living the life you want to live, right. then keep them. But if they're not living the the life you want to live, I'm not telling you to throw them away. They become friends six, seven, eight, nine, and ten because you're going to find the five closest people that sure. you're going to look to look up to or have mentor you or. You're going to, you know, what it, I think about when I first was at IBM and I was talking to this one manager and I saw him coming out of a stock place. You know, back then they, you didn't have Internet stocks. You know, he was coming out of, out of a, a brokerage firm. And I asked him, well, what are you doing? He says, well, I check my stocks every day. I said, well, why do you buy stocks? And he gave me the reason why to buy stock. Well, that was my next thing is, okay, IBM allows us to buy stocks, so I'm going to figure out a way to save and be able to get 10% of my salary and start buying the stock at a discount. Him, by looking at him and the life he was living, I said, I want to live like him, so I decided to emulate him. And that's what you want to do. You want to mm-hmm. find people mm-hmm. who are doing and being and living what the you life want. you want to live. And mm-hmm. then you say, can I emulate them? Can I be like them? Or can I do some of the things they do in order to make my life well, better? I mean, it's important. I mean, I, I love what, how you said it, but I think it's important that people understand what, I, I, you know, I'm just emphasizing on what you're saying here. You are not saying, like, I want to have what, Mrs., you know, the next door neighbor has. No. no it's about no. you. You know, I mean, I always say I, I've done that in my in my, in my corporate, you know, uh, career when I was working. You know, like yes. every time I want to, I learn about that person. I want to know what makes them mm-hmm. who they are. Okay, it's not yes. about me getting the BMW that they got in their garage. It's not no. about me. You know, it's about how do they live that life? Is this the life that I want? And it sounds pretty, right. but let me let me learn about it. Yes. And let me and let me see how what they do. What do they do that's exactly. different than what I'm doing? And and if I start doing this, what will the changes be in my life? It's like watching somebody, and, and, and I would look at different jobs within the company and say, would I like to do that? And I would watch that person for a while to see if it was a job that I wanted. And it was like, no, I don't want that job. I, you know, I chose never to be a manager because I had no intention to be beat up by my employees and by customers, right? 
but I found a different job, and that's what people can do. Well, it's like the, the you know many movies talk about the guy that started in the mailroom, and then the next thing you know he was moved up as the manager of the mailroom, and then he moved up. But that's because he had the desire, and you the key is start doing the job that you want before you have it. Start acting and being the type of person in that job before you have that job and before you know it, you'll be in that job. That is so true. I mean, it, it's so true. I want to thank you. I know the time flies by. What a wonderful um, guest you have been, and, and I really enjoy okay. having you. And, again, I wanted to tell our listeners um, to check out your book, Christianity, The Law of Attraction, and The One Command. And that is available, of course, on Amazon. I think you have it in hard copy at Barnes & Noble as well. Is, is that available there? Yeah, Bar- Barnes, yeah okay. you can get it at Barnes & Noble's, authorhealth.com. And there's a link on my website to get, get it at Amazon. Or you can order it from me and I sign it. I'll give you a signed copy and, and, a, and a bookmark and a couple other things. So please do and that. There's a and, free da- yeah, uh-huh. and there's a free download on my site. For a a lot of good stuff. Yes. So go to the website, commandinyourlife.com, and check out all the stuff that Beverly had uh, mentioned. So, Beverly, you know, I, w- I want to close by recognizing one of my idol, um, idol uh, Maya Angelou, and uh, yes. uh, rest in peace, Maya. I do love you, and I really appreciate, you know, you shared your life with us. She was an inspiration to me. And uh, I am going to, I dedicate actually my book promo, you know, around her. Um, so I will play that toward the end. And I really do thank you again, Beverly, for being here and enjoy your trip. Well, thank you for having me. Yes. And we will be talking and we soon. Will we will be got in some touch. really good stuff working yes. together, hopefully, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, my friend. So take care and, and drive safely and enjoy your trip. Okay. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, my friends, that concludes our show for today, and I really do appreciate you guys being here, whether you're listening live or archive. Remember, it's really all up to you. It's your life, so why don't you live it your way? And in the memory of Maya D'Angelo, and this seemed to be appropriate for me to share my book promo with you. And uh, until next time, um, stay amazing. Much love to you all. I love what Maya Angelou had to say about the power of the spoken word. She said, I quote, Words mean more than what is set down on paper. It takes the human voice to infuse them with deeper meaning, end quote. And that is the reason I made the decision to put my words into an audiobook so please check out my spoken words in my new audiobook, Your Life, Your Way, The 10 Must-Have Goals to Improve Your Life. It's now available. You can either go to my website at www.coachingbyria.com and purchase it there. You can also download the book from iTunes by going to the link I provided in the show page or simply go to iTunes stores and put my name in the search, Coach Rhea Wilkie, and you will be able to download the audiobook from there. And I do thank you all for doing so. And if you um, like to write a review, please do so. And I'm always grateful to be in service. Thank you.
Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com and you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea. Coach Rhea is a certified 